Welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm good today, Rob. How you doing? Hot. Yeah, no kidding. It is warm, warm, warm. Yeah. And it's going to get nothing but worse, worse, worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about time we get in the pool. Yeah, because it's, I know by the weekend it's supposed to be 100 where I am. So uh, probably the same, probably the same where you're at, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'll be in Vegas this weekend, so it'll be even hotter. Oh. Well, I'll tell you because oh, don't. I have that. <laughs> I have that. I have that on. I have that on my app from when I lived there. Let's see. Saturday. Are you going to go Friday or Saturday? I'm leaving Thursday night. I have a wedding Friday and the wedding Saturday. Okay, so Friday it's going to be 112. Holy crap! And Saturday it's going to be 115. Oh. And Sunday, it's going to be 116. Oh, good Lord. So, so th- those are indoor weddings, I'm hoping. Uh, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> yeah. But if they're not, we're not going to be dressed in very much. So, no, you're going to melt. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness you're not. Are you going to be there Monday or are you leaving Monday? Uh, We're. Actually, I'm leaving early Sunday morning. I'm just going in uh, Thursday night, wedding Friday, wedding Saturday, and then I'm out. Well, that's good because Monday it's going to be 117. Oh, balls. Yeah. That's it's gonna be, not cool. Whoa. Hey, there's something that we don't have on this show very often. A phone right? call in the background. What we, the we're, hell? We're, I'm we're so generally sorry. Pretty, we're generally really good about doing that. And I let everybody know that would call me and it's spam risk. I am so sorry for that. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> it's all right. It's I, I can't even tell you the last time that's happened. Like I early, early, early shows. Yeah. Well, like I took er, a nap like before early. this, so I don't think I'm I'm quite there yet. So <laughs> right, right, right. my apologies. I mean, you, you, you do have to say that, like, I think it was like probably within the first 10 shows. And then after that, we got really good about turning everything off right before we went on. So, you know. What do you know? A year and a half later, we, I balls we, we have one. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I, I, again, like that's why I like not editing this show, like everything out of it. Cause that, that just seemed it's for good, uh, realism. Right. Oh, is that your watch this time? Fuck. I, I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Everything uh, is off now. Now watch. I, if I, somebody I, comes I, into I, the door, I, I give up. You know, there's not much I, I can I say. I almost, that. I, I almost got you to say fuck. That was, would have been perfect. <laughs> I, it didn't um, come out. I thought it came out. It, not the no, whole word. It was like, I'm trying. I'm really trying to not cuss. We'll see how it goes. So check out our socials. All those cool things and. Go to uh, Spotify or Apple and Amazon. Check us out. Uh, Like, follow, follow and subscribe. That's right. It's free, free. And then share it with all your friends and send all over the planet. Um, So this week we were actually went and had lunch at um, our spot in the valley. Chi-Chi's Pizza. And uh, we were talking about some things about what we wanted to talk about. And you came up with one. And I was like, oh, all right, let's let's go further. Expand on that, because we did one way earlier. Um, risk versus reward. Mm-hmm. And 
obviously risk and reward uh, walk hand in hand. If you're risking a lot, I'm hoping that the reward is big because <laughs> if it's not, oh man, I think you're you're kind of going down the wrong path. Um, I, I think most of us don't risk enough times. Mm-hmm. We sit on our hands a lot and just kind of go, well, all right, we'll see what happens instead of like jumping to the forefront. So you kind of have something to say where you're like, what about risks and the times they failed? Yeah. And I was like, hmm, okay. Think about that and then let's do it. But just kind of throw what you were thinking out there and then we'll get on top of that with, with I'm sure things that we've risked before and they've totally failed. Right. There's, what were you thinking? There's a lot of times where you risk and, and things don't go according to plan, like uh, getting married or falling in love. It's a risk because you don't know how long it's going to oh, yeah. last, if the mm-hmm. person's going to love you back, if you're going to stay in love, how long will it last? Like, you know, do you sign the prenup? Do you not? Like, there's all those type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like. I remember a time in my life where I was not married and was barely dating. And then my daughter came into my life. No, again, she's adopted. She's not my biological daughter, but the risk of, of changing my whole life to accommodate a child and being a mom, because it wasn't just accommodating a child. It was raising a child as your own and, and, and adopting her and going down that pathway. And, and, um, you know, we don't speak anymore. So I was talking to a friend and they're like, well, was that a risk worth it? Or was it a risk that wasn't worth it? And and I had to think about it. Um, unfortunately, because we don't speak anymore, that was that was a huge risk that didn't work out for like the long term plan. Mm-hmm. But but the risks for the short term plan, I believe it did, because I was not able to have a a child. I did not learn that until well after I adopted. And um, I got to know what it was like to be a mom, have a child, raise that child, uh, defend them relentlessly and be the mom that I would have been had I had her. Um, Mm -hmm. But having gone through that and things not working out, it's like, well, was that a good one or was that a bad one? I don't know. It took a took my myself and my ex down a path that we, that we went down, um, apprehensively, but we did it. And, um, now we're not together. So it it was funny how we were just talking about, is it a, was it a good risk? Was it a bad risk? What do you think now? How did it work now? Or, um, you know, you take a path with a job and the job doesn't work out. You could have had a different one, but you took this one for whatever reasons and it doesn't work out. So it was funny because when we were talking, I was thinking about all these times where you risk and and fail. You know, you take a you could take a wrong turn down the street and end up in a car accident. Is That's that's a risk you have to take when you're driving, you know, especially mm-hmm. here in L.A. Um, but do you not take them or do you take them? And. As much as I'm glutton for punishment, sometimes I wonder, but I still say mostly I, I would take them. I take a lot of risks that when, you know, if you ask my dad, he'd be like, that was a dumb thing to do. You know, he said that to me several times over my life. So I I don't know. It just got me thinking, like, how do you take the risk? Why do you take the risks? Like, 
how do you, you know, what, what goes on during it and how it ends up. I, so that's always like, it's a huge, all those questions I just asked are like huge topics that we could have gone. Through, uh, well, but. I, I think I, I see where you're coming from though. Cause I think a lot of people like to say that they've taken these risks and they've paid off mm-hmm. and, and not many people will admit <laughs> to failing. Mm-hmm. Um, um I, I think the job one is probably a bigger one mm-hmm. because a lot of times you're leaving a job to start a new one with, you know, maybe the job you're at is good or, or even great, but money is always a factor, right? So you take this job cause I did it. I took a job um, as an alarm tech and I ended up traveling three hours before I ever picked up a tool many times a week from Camarillo to Paso Robles. And for people who are out of state, it's, it's a drive mm-hmm. three hours and with no traffic. Yeah. And <laughs> so California, there's always traffic. So well, no, this, well, I got a bit, I left my house at five in the morning and I got to my first job at eight o'clock. Mm, okay. So, and you know, the middle, the middle of California, it's a lot of, um, Farm country, uh, farm country where it's just empty lanes and you're driving. So, it, but it, you know, short term, it was great because I was making more money. Um, but then it did things to me physically. Like when you're sitting in a van and for three hours, both ways and not, I didn't have cruise control in it. So I couldn't take my foot off. So like, there was things that I felt like physically were happening to me. Like my legs were always sore and I, you know, I didn't want bad things to happen to me. Right. But I took the risk because on the front end, I was like, cool, I'm going to make more money. Um, But I I think it was a fail long run because it just didn't end up working for me. It was, it, it was harder on my life than I thought it was going to be. So I ended up going back to the the job that I had before that. Thankfully (laughs) I was lucky enough to go back making the same amount of money. So nice. it, it sort of paid off, but from the, from the risk of going to a new place, it really didn't. I mean, I ended up going back to where I was working, thankfully made the same amount of money, but there was a little humble pie that I had to eat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, I can see where people don't want to say these failures or like, I think moving to Vegas, as much as it was uh, a risk, um, it definitely didn't pay off. I ended up not ended up not in where I wanted to be. Um, and then it was 2009. So, you know, the housing market took a shit. Yeah. Um, it Just everyone took a shit. I ended up losing my job. <laughs> um, I ended up thankfully making it back to california because most people if you leave this state it's so hard to come back i ended up making it back here in a decent position um finally got work blah 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 but i I would say that as a as a risk me moving to vegas was not it was a failure complete failure Mm -hmm. so you know 
I, I think I, I've always taken risks. I would say that I made my my parents both very uncomfortable with some of the things that I chose to do. And I was bold about it. You know, I would just say, well, I'm doing this. And that's the way it goes. And um, but I also at at 19, I got into doing hair. You know, I went to school for it and 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 I made it a living and everybody's like, oh, she'll, she'll only do this for a couple of years. She won't stay with it. Well, 31 years later, now I'm looking at teaching. So mm-hmm. it, I've come a long way in, in my business in that respect and it paid off. But on the other hand, like I've, I've done some, gosh, I've done some really stupid things that didn't pay off. <laughs> right. And I think that it's good that that we can stand up and say that, because like I said, a lot of people I know will probably not call things failures. They're just they'll just breeze over that part of their life and go, oh, it's just, you know, I'm doing this. Well, they'll end up looking at the risk that was the reward. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, you know, what about somewhere in between there or. Like relationships, relationships are the easy thing, I think, for most people. Um, some are big risks and some are obviously not as big a risk. I ended up buying a house with somebody and got sued over it. Bad risk <laughs> and and a total failure. Right. So, you know, it, and, and I know lots of people who that are have been or in relationships that are a failure, but they won't say it is because they don't want to be judged for it. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's sad. Um, you should kind of wear some of these failures as a, you know, badge of honor. Like if you've gotten out of something, the long run of it is, yes, it failed, but it it should be a badge of honor to wear and say, look, I got out of it. Things are still shitty. <laughs> like, yeah. And and I failed, but it's okay because I, I took a risk that maybe I shouldn't have. And it got me here. Now it's the next risk, right? We should continue to take these risks. Absolutely. Um, like you said, you, you want to teach in my employment right now. My manager just quit, mm-hmm. uh, gave his notice. And everyone was like, oh, are you going to apply? Well, yeah. I mean, whether I get it or not is irrelevant. The risk has an upside. Mm -hmm. If I do get it, you know, obviously I'll, you know, hopefully make more money, blah, blah, blah. Now, the risk is big, though, because there's generally not going backwards to your position. Right, right. When you make it to a manager, your next way out is gone. Mm -hmm. So... You know, what do you do? There's a risk there. There's a risk. And Mm -hmm. but it's one of those ones where you should be willing to fail. I I agree. I've failed so many times in my life or what I would consider a failure. But, you know, in in those times where I had to pull it together because life wasn't easy and it wasn't um, neatly put together. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about what I wanted, what I didn't want, what. Uh, what I could handle, what I could go through, you know, um, geez, it's like, I've learned how to pick myself up and be like, well, that wasn't the smartest thing I've ever done, but let's try this and we'll go a different direction. And I do challenge myself often to doing things that I've never done before. Um, 
but yeah, there's, there's been some times where, you know, you're just like, God, that was the stupidest thing I could have done. And yet I did it. And, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> you know, it, I've bungee jumped three times, big risk. It was fun as heck, but like, I think about it now and I'm like, why would I be so stupid? I did one of those jumps where you jump and your head goes into the into the ocean like it hits the it hits the water and then bounces back out. Really? Why? Why would you take that kind of risk? It Again, it was fun. But looking back at it, there was no reason to do it. I, I've never been an adrenaline junkie. I just did it because I thought I could or thought I should or just plain wasn't thinking. I mean, <laughs> It was fun, but would I do it again? Uh, no, not now that I'm older, I wouldn't take that risk. When I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. heck yeah, I would have taken it 100 times. Um, Why do you think people are afraid to talk about their failures? Because, because I- people want to put their best, their best side out, you know, and and. I I think that we're judged so intensely at times for failing that that people like don't want anybody to know about it. I'm fortunately the person that everybody calls when things do go bad or when they do go good. I've heard I've been a really good cheerleader, but I've also been like, hey, you did it. Everything's cool. You know, you made it work and and it is what it is. So I fortunately get to hear a lot, but. You know, people, when they say they shouldn't have done it or, or they 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 made a mistake by doing it, I always think, what did you learn? Because apparently you were put in that situation for a reason. You had to have learned something, whether mm-hmm. it came out good or bad. You know, like it, it was it was happening for a reason in your life and there was lessons that you were to be taught. So do you look at those as a failure or do you look at those as as it's it was a good thing? It just depends on how you look at it and where you're yeah. at your life, too, because like I said, I don't I know now um, that I wouldn't take in kids and do that again. I've learned what I needed to learn. I got the lessons I needed to get and, and I'm good to not make those same uh, choices again. Um And I do kind of look at it as a failure because we are not close and I don't have that bond or that family that I once had. So when I look at it long term, I see that that I kind of feel like a failure. I do. But then if I look at it like, okay, nobody else stood up for that kid. Nobody else was there. You were there. You did all these things. You learned some hard lessons. You always learn hard lessons being a parent. Doesn't matter if the kid comes out of you or not. But, um, but you know, I think about it and I'm like, damn, did I need to know? Did I need to know how hard it was going to be? Did I really have to learn all that? And, uh, I guess I guess it's all just part of growing up and, and, you know, getting by. But I think of all the risks I could have taken had I not chose to do what I was doing. So there's also that, too. There there could have been other things that you would have different paths you might have went down. Absolutely. I look taking risks. Is what takes you to the next risk. Mm -hmm. You have to continue in life to take risks. Yes. Failure or not. Failures are part of of everything. It's it's, you know, not not to not to make life 
uh, seem like a game, but a good sports analogy is always that, right? You have to be willing to lose to win. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't do it enough. There's too many of us who sit on their hands forever and are okay with just being blah or just being content. Um, and, and that was me for many, many, time, many, yeah. many years. Yeah. Many, many, many years. Um, like too many, 15 actually. Um, there were times where I was just like, no, like I didn't want to move. And and my ex-wife hated that. Like I was like, nope, why? We got a place, let's do this. I don't want to leave. And then of course I get divorced. First thing I do is leave the state. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's there's things to be said with that. It's kind of like moving where I move now. Um, it, it was a risk, but on a lot of um levels, you know, my kid you know had been living in the same place for a long time. It was the same company, but it was new people. So I had to do that. Um, but it was a risk worth taking. I got to be on my own again. And, you know, I've talked about my old roommate a bunch of times. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. She was super great. And I would never, ever shit on her. She was a great, great, great girl. It was just time for me to grow up. And I had a chance to take a risk to come, you know, a, a far away Um I really only have one friend down the street who's like close that I'm close to. So again, I was going back to being in a place where I didn't know a lot of people, but the, the, the risk I thought was big, you know, it was worth taking. I was jumping up in pay uh, quite a bit. And now I have another chance that, you know, so maybe this risk will pay off and, or maybe it won't. And, you know, two years from now, I'll be off to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But I, I was willing to fail. And and that, I think, is the biggest thing. You, you can't worry about the people around you and how they're going to take your risk because it's not theirs. Exactly. It's yours. And, and if the friends in your life aren't willing to pat you on the back a little bit, they should be hesitant. I think any good friend or any good family member should look at you and kind of go, Hey, look, <laughs> there's an upside, but there's a fucking downside. And the downside is really, really, really bad. But if you get over the hump of the risk, the the risk could be a really good payoff for you. So I just think people are, are too afraid. And again, I'm not trying to point fingers at anyone who listens to the show. But we all know that person that, again, it was me. I, I, for many, many years, I was, I was content. Why, why mess with anything? And then you, you meet certain people or you get certain job or you get this or you get that. It's like, look at my tattoos. I got most of my tattoos in my late Mm -hmm. (laughs) forties. Nobody does that. When, when I tell people, because people will look at me now and they go, man, your tattoos look really good. I was like, yeah, because they're not very old. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, really? And then, you know, I explained to them. And then, first of all, most of them don't think I'm as old as I am, which is even funnier. I was talking to somebody at my work and they're like, you're 52. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, I thought you were like in your early 40s. I was like, well, cool. <laughs> like, it's good cool, to forget I said that. <laughs> yeah. But it, they couldn't believe that, you know, they're like, you, you got all these tattoos and in your late 40s. And I was like, yeah, because. Sometimes the risk is is worth the reward. 
maybe it was just something I had to do for myself. And, and we all have to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and and that's kind of what I'm trying to tell my kid. It's like, look, you, you have to live for reality, right? But you have to take risks Mm -hmm. because risks are part of that reality. Like, you know, be safe and be good and don't do this kind of thing. And, and look at your future, you know, realistically. Once you hit 21, 22, life should start kicking you in the face a little bit. But you have to take a risk sometimes. And it's like me. Well, at, so- at one point in my life, I'll either meet someone here in California, fall in love, and I'll stay here. Or I'm going to pack up all my shit and pick a state somewhere else and pick up my life again and go somewhere else. Um, because it'll be time to take a risk again. I just don't know yet. Um, uh, but I think everyone should do that. Failure is, is important. You need to, you need to lose every blue moon (laughs) to, to make you climb that, you know, ladder a little bit higher to take the risk Mm -hmm. because when you're, when things are good and I mean, just good, not great not horrible, just good. You get stagnant and you end up thinking everything's okay. And it's maybe it's not. And you're, you're not willing to see that it's not. That's, that's my divorce thing. I thought, Hey, I thought everything was good. <laughs> no, everything wasn't good. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's funny. Cause I don't know if I brought this up before, but in my life, women tell me all about their husbands and I always hear them complaining. And when they're complaining, I'm like, wow, my ex never did that. He never did this. He never did that. Like there's a list now going because I'm hearing this so often. I'm like, so what, what made it stop? Like, why did we leave? Why did we? Cause if you look at us now, we're really freaking good friends. Like we get along mm-hmm. Very well. Um, We just didn't want to be married anymore. It got to the point where like, yeah, we're tapping. But Mm -hmm. then I then I hear other people and the stuff they put up with was way worse than I ever even could have imagined me putting up with. And yet Mm -hmm. I left and they didn't. And, and I wonder, was, was it a good move? Was it not a good move? Was it, and I do believe it was a good move. I think we, we needed to do that to, to, be friends again. Cause we were just not getting along. But at the same time, I was like, what was I bitching about? Cause it seems like the majority of women put up with way more bullshit than I mm-hmm. ever did. I really didn't have all that. But again, it's like, what is going to make you truly happy for yourself? That's where you have to go with things. And I've always been the daredevil, the one that'll try new things, except for moving. Now, moving for me is not something I want to do because I, I take care of everybody in my family. I, I'm the the matriarch at this point. And um, the thought of moving kind of scares the bejeebus out of me. But I want to do it. But that's the risk that I'm not taking yet. You're just not willing to do it yet. Not yet. Not, but and, but and, will and I? I, and, I don't know. It and I get that. Moving will pucker your asshole up. <laughs> it, it it really will. Mm-hmm. Um, when I moved here, you know, look, I, I I lived my life knowing what I was gonna make here would I could get by. Right. I, actually, I could do more than get by. I would be okay, or I wouldn't have moved here. Um, but that being said, <laughs> there's 
there's always the first I remember the first night uh, here I sat on my couch in my underwear when my kid was in his room you know hooking up his video games or some shit and I remember just sitting here for a second and going oh shit I live alone again mm-hmm. like I have to it's all on really me. make sure that I'm doing everything correctly mm-hmm. and yeah it's I re- hard I I get you. I remember when when I was five, my parents moved to my my home that they lived in. Oh, my dad still lives here Um, and I do, too, now. But um, Mm -hmm. I remember when we got here, we mom put us both to bed in our rooms, my brother and I. And then I heard her crying and and dad was like, don't worry, we'll we'll make this work. We could do this. You know, it's going to be hard, but we could do it now. I remember her, gosh, she was at the time she was 24, 25. She was so afraid of living here and doing things. And, and, and I get why my grandmother lived right down the street and my grandmother, you know, her kids were, were all at times a mess and, and that did drip over into our world. But at the same time, my mom was close to her mom and needed to be there. And we wanted to be close to our family as well. So it was like, it was a risk. I most of the family moved away from everybody else because the family was dysfunctional, but we stayed. And and I look back on it now, like my cousins are like, why did this happen? And I'm like, oh, don't you remember? So-and-so did this and that. And that's what happened. And nobody knows because nobody was around. Here I am right down the street. We were on the same block as my grandmother, just opposite sides of the street. And um, man, I know so much about the family that I that I never thought uh, was even a secret until I talked to my other cousins and they're like, uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, you know, and, but I remember my mom, that, that risk of, of living here and going through that. I remember she cried that night. My dad was like, Hey, we bought a house. It's okay. Like everything's going to be cool. But, um, at the time they lived, before this house, we lived in a house in, in Northridge, which was at the time very upscale. And we had a uh, we had a huge yard and the houses now are going through like I think it's like one point seven million. And so, I mean, it was a huge house and a big house in in uh, the L.A. area. And um, she they downgraded to this house because they couldn't afford property taxes and they had to buy it with my uncle. My uncle stayed in the back house. And so uh, when they finally could move, the house was much smaller than the last one. And, and uh, they risked it, you know, they left knowing that they had a small, a smaller home and a small family and, and they weren't in the same neighborhood and, and they weren't going to have me go to the same schools and, Lo and behold, all these years later, this is this is like the hub for all of our family on both sides. Uh, not only that, but friends still friends still now that because they know I'm back here, they still go in the gate and knock on my window and I open the window. I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? They, they'll just show up. So it's like I look at that risk that mom and dad took back then. And I'm glad they did, because we really do have a good community here of of family and friends and and lifelong people not just you know people from the last 5 years we got a huge group of people that we've been friends with 20 30 40 years so 
You know, I was I was looking at that. I'm like, OK, so that risk paid off. But if I would have asked my mom, would she have said yes, that it did pay off? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it perception is a is a, a bitch sometimes. But I, I, I've been looking at these things because I'm at a crossroads with everything in my life. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, here I go again. I'm not afraid to take risks. I'm pretty good at it. And I'm intelligent enough to handle myself. But it's also scary because now, you know, at our age, there's not a lot of time to fix real big fuck ups. Like, <laughs> well, that, That's the thing. Is it worth it? Yeah. You know, as you get older, I can see why people stay stagnant mm-hmm. because it's safer. Because people like to live in a safety net. And look, I get that part. I really do. Yeah. Um, being in a safe place is is easier. But are you living? I, I think those are the bigger things as well. Like the risk to live. Like sometimes you just you have to go on the leap of faith. Right. You have to look at the 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 river and are you going to jump across it? Are you going to stay on the one side and go, well, I don't like this side. (laughs) This side's okay. And I'm getting by, but there might be something on that other side. That's worth going. I I, I always love the, the, you know, is the grass greener. Right. And everyone will tell you the grass isn't always greener. And this is this is what I say. Sometimes you have to hop the wall to see what the grass looks like. If you're not willing to. To hop over the the fence to look at the grass, you can't bitch about your yard. Well, I was also told that the grass is greenest where you water it, where you put your time in, where you put your effort in, where you put your love into. That's where it's going to be greener. So it really doesn't matter one way or another. It's where you're going to make the effort. And take the right. care. But but if the grass is already turning brown, <laughs> right, you, you know that the grass isn't green on your side. You're just hoping that the shade on the other side is better. Yep. But unless you take the risk, you'll never know what that shade of green is or shade of brown. For that matter, you might hop the fence and it's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's our life. And. I think the risks are are ninety nine percent of the time worth taking because it's the failures are going to come and they're going to come in every single thing you do. Mm -hmm. It could be as easy as backing out of your driveway and smacking a car across the street. That's a fucking fail. (laughs) But, you know, what do you do? Ah, shit, go. The next day, you got to still back out. You got to continue to back out for the rest of your life. So unless you're willing to take the risk and some risks are people aren't ready for. I'm not ready to jump out of an airplane yet. (laughs) Before I die, I'll probably jump out of an airplane. Do it sooner than later. (laughs) It gets harder to do as you get older. And and I'm not a thrill junkie. I I watched my ex-wife do it and. She did it. Uh, uh, my boy was was born already. He was probably three. So she was like in her late 30s. Um, she loved it. The funny thing is that she loved the free fall, hated when the parachute opened. 
So it's mm. boring. Now here's a flip side. Boring. I would probably be the polar opposite. Yeah, because I think she liked the thrill of the fall. I I'm the photographer in me wants to see the beauty of the world as you're coming down because we're not supposed to fly. We don't right. have wings. Right. So and I think I would probably enjoy the the free fall a little bit. But I, I think and again, I think when the parachute opens it is is the part where you're like, whew, the risk paid off. <laughs> I'm going to make Thank it to God the bottom. Thank God that opened. <laughs> but I think the the other thing is the beauty, right? So I think there's beauty in risks. You, you just have to see them. And your risk isn't going to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. And it's not supposed to. It's supposed to make you happy. And sometimes there's repercussions to that risk. Um, family will be mad at you. Friends will be mad at you. You know how many people I've heard that have gotten relationships that have ruined friendships? I can't believe that you're going with him. I can't believe you're going with her. And, you know, friends who've been friends for 25 years end up not talking with each other anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then maybe you take a, a risk in a relationship where you're trying to be with somebody and it doesn't work out and you never talk ever again. I mean, that to me, that's fail, but it's part of taking the risk it sometimes it happens and it's sad some risks i don't know i think failing is staying in in the relationship when you know it's not working for either of you and you stay in it you stay in it and you're unhappy but you live that life because you signed up for it that's where i think the fail comes in i don't think the fail is is a big deal if you're trying to just live your best life and do whatever you got to do to make yourself happy or to make yourself better or to learn more, try more, you know, just have a, a more enriched life. Like if you don't take if you don't take the risks, you're not going to have anything different. You're going to go right. through your life dealing with the same thing at the same time and learning the same lessons and not uh, not ever like freeing your soul. Because I think that's part of it for me. It's it's like, let's just see if I could do this. It it may totally blow up. And it has. I mean, it has big situations in my life have blown up righteously. But I've always learned something. And and the, the biggest thing oh, that yeah. I've learned is that I could still freaking manage like I've, I could still put myself in this situation. I could still be going, Oh my God, how am I going to do this? But at the, the end of it all, I have learned that I am capable more than I've ever given myself credit. So I do take a lot more risks than I would say most people, just because I know I'll figure out a way to get out of it or figure out a way to make it work or, you know, do whatever I got to do. You'll get to the other side. Somehow, some way. Right. And and I think that's the big thing about like being okay with failure that you, you understand that, that failure can come, but it's not the end game. (laughs) And I don't go into anything thinking I'm going to fail either. I go in like, I'm going to do this. Like I I got this, I got this, I can handle it. I don't always handle it. (laughs) Well, look, we we all don't handle it. I mean, let's be honest. And that's, and again, I'm okay with that. I I think 
know, what people should get from this is that that it's it's okay to fail when taking a risk. Mm-hmm. It, it's okay. It's you're, necessary. You're it, it, it that's that's probably the best thing we've said today. Mm-hmm. It sometimes is a necessary evil to fail to get on to whatever the thing is that's going to uh, enhance your life and and be the positive part. Let's think. Of, let's think of all the things. Silly putty wasn't supposed to be silly putty. It was right. a failure, and it turned into yeah. one a, a big children's toy that everybody's yeah. played with. Or like, penicillin. There you go. Penicillin was just something left in a, in a fucking refrigerator mm-hmm. that became mold that now saves the planet. Yeah. So, so you think about yeah. all the all the things that that. You know, even um, post-it notes came from an adhesive that they were using uh, for the for the space shuttle, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it it didn't work. But here, everybody used post-it notes yeah. now. So and it was just some guy who decided to do it. Yeah. It's just uh, somebody trying to take a risk. Well, I mean, if for modern times, it's Google, Amazon, mm-hmm. Facebook. These are all risks that that paid off. But, you know, the the failure rate of most of those is probably quite large. But right. people are still willing to do it. And I think that's big. It's like doing this, you know, that there's the the right now, the, the payout's not the greatest, but the risk of doing it was fun. Mm-hmm. There was risk in t- it, the only risk in doing our podcast was, are we going to make it past 10 well, no, I think for me, the risk was being vulnerable and telling everybody the stupid shit that I was doing. <laughs> well, that yeah, was that for me was the risk. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had to answer for some of the things I've said on this program to people in my uh-huh. life. And yeah, that wasn't my happiest moment. But you know what? It ended up being OK. Again, the risk mm-hmm. was OK. Yeah. Uh, for me as well. I mean, I think that most of the people who know me that listen and or ha- already knew that I was going to say crazy shit. Cause that's just who I am. Um, but the few people who are new listeners, like people that you know, that I've talked to um, like your friend in Tennessee. Um, it, it's interesting to see how other people take it. And I, it, you know, it's a small risk for me, but still a risk nonetheless, but people who I talk about on this show who do listen you know, it, it's still a risk, you know, um, but I, I, you know, nothing's malicious. I, I don't think I ever, you know, I do my best not to to bury people or say bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just being open. And thankfully, the the few people who know that it's about them, you know, really are good and, and have no problem saying like, hey, you know, this or that. And it's, you know, it's been multiple people who have said things like, Oh, is this me? Or, you know, Oh, you were talking about this guy. It's like, yeah, I was talking about him and it's good. And I think that people should, um, look at risks with not a grain of salt, but with, with, with something, um, of a smile at the end, Hmm. whether it takes you two months two years, six months or six years, the, the payoff is still the payoff. Mm -hmm. Um, You may have to 
be in a lot of mud and a lot of shit for a little while. But hopefully at the very end, you realize like, hey, it, it, it took a lot of turns to get there, but it was worth the risk. Yeah. Even like you said, the podcast, you know, I've we've been doing this for over a year. We hit 102, I think, episodes, 103, yeah, something almost, like that. Almost two years, I think. Almost two years. OK. Uh, and I think and uh, I was worried about, you know, what my dad would say. He's never listened. My ex would say he listened to one episode that was like the easiest one to listen to. Um, right. You know, most of the people that that I've even mentioned, my brother doesn't listen. Uh, my cousins don't listen. It's funny because they all know they they all are very aware that I do it. And yet nobody listens. And I think we, we got to get them to listen. Why do they not want to listen? Like, what do they think I'm going to say? Or what do mm-hmm. they think I've even said? You know, so I, I've taken this risk knowing that I wasn't going to get any any um, support. You know, right. I just did it and said, I'm going to do it with Rob. And that's that. And that's what I've been doing. So it's it's um. I don't know. I think it's always a good thing for you to take a risk. Just know that when you're taking it, it may not be a popular opinion. You know, you may not get you may not get people happy with you for doing what you're doing. But the end result should be you should still do what what calls you. Yeah, you have to be true to yourself. Yeah. And I I think that's what taking risks and willing to fail are. And just so you know, we started in September of 2021. We're mm, almost two years into this. Almost Holy crap. two years now. So, but uh, any last words here on our uh, program? Even if it's uncomfortable, still do it. Make a mistake. Live your life. Enjoy what you're doing. But do take risks. Do do give yourself something to wake up for. Because I think that's so important. Waking up for work every day isn't what should drive your your desires. You know what I mean? Like you should right. find more. You should try more. You should do more. You should definitely screw things up sometimes. God only knows I've done it a few hundred, but that's neither here nor there. But, you know, I, I really because of what I've gone through and because of what I've experienced, I believe that when people talk to me, they feel okay to say anything because they know that I'm not judging them because they weren't perfect because I wasn't perfect. They just know that I'm going to listen to them. I, and I'll even tell them, let me pop some popcorn. I want to hear the whole story. You know, let me, let me learn from you or let me hear what you went through. Let me see you fail because it's still going to be okay. You're still going to get through it. And let's, Let's start talking about not being so perfect and not having to have all the answers because I still don't have the answers and I still don't know what I'm doing. And I'm at a crossroads in my life, which is what this is the scary point. I'm like, everything I do is a risk right now. So I'm like, what happens if I screw these up? That's what initially started this whole this whole conversation Mm was what am I going to mess up next? Well, We'll see. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Whatever you mess up is going to springboard you to something else. Yeah, that's true. So my my only thing is, look, fa- failure is is an option. And sometimes it leads you to the better things in life. And for me, and, I believe failure is not taking the risks. Yeah, well, that's the best way of putting it. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
Um, check out our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, make sure to check us out on all those social, uh, social media, Jesus, on all the podcasting formats. Um, the better ones would be probably Apple and Spotify because it's easier to track. And uh, yeah, leave a rating. Say something about us on there. If, you, if you're going on Apple or if you're going on Spotify, leave a message behind. Give us a star rating. It helps us uh, get the word out. And uh, it's an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday. and We'll have more fun stuff to talk about. Tina, it's been a pleasure as always. And we will talk to you next week. Have a good one, Rob. You too. Bye. See ya. Don't be